Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Radio Boomers Live, the show about all things human from a baby boomer's perspective. All things hot and all things not. News, reviews, interviews, chat, text, and what's next. And here are your hosts, Risa Gray from Betty White's Off Their Rockers and Easy's dad, Jim Zuli. Good morning, Radio Boomers Live listeners around the world. Good morning to our Easy Way family and our superstar host, Risa Gray. Risa, are you on with us? There she is. There's the applause. So anyway, guys, we have uh, have an exciting show as usual, and uh, Radio Boomers Live is rocking and rolling. And the uh, I'll tell you what, the uh, an easy way experience on the 25th was a total home run. Good job, Eric. Congratulations. Hundreds of testimonials. This is a very very impressive response. The speakers. And all the excitement went with it. As I say, a treasure trove of information with uh, with what went on. And uh, follow-up on September 17th with other top speakers like uh, Brian Wills, Bill Walsh, Eric Stoller. This is, uh, this is some exciting stuff. And, you know, the key here is interaction. Uh, you know, Back in the 60s, you turned on the radio, you turned on the television, and that was it. If you wanted to get a hold of somebody, like I mentioned before, you could call the station and uh, maybe see if you can get a hold of a producer or something and maybe get a guest spot on yourself. Who knows? Now, but it wasn't easy. Now, with Eric's like, cutting edge with the, uh, with the interaction, and, and people can go on the wall and and go to the easywayexperience.com or, you know, just go to Easy Way and scroll. And you see all the people that are out there, all the big speakers and uh, the interaction. And that's where it's and at. And the celebrities, and, and, too. And look at the, oh, totally, the celebrities like Retha Gray uh, <laughs> from Betty White's Softer Rockers. And, uh, wow, it's, it, Retha, it's really amazing where we've come the last, uh, what, how many years would you say all this has been just peaking in the last 10 years, maybe with all the stuff on the technology with the interaction and so on and so forth. We've, um, in our lifetime, we've gone from having one phone, central phone in the house that everybody had to use, maybe was a party line, to you've yeah. got two, three phones in your pocket. You can connect with anywhere, with anyone anywhere around the world, anytime. It's amazing. Oh, yeah. And with the amazing, we're going to go into our amazing hot topics with uh, latest news and Reetha's. Oh, I can't wait to hear Reetha's report. So let's let's get on that hot topic time. Ripped from the headline, today's hot topic. Well, the pandemic's not over, but things are opening up, and I went to a. A a play that I love, Hamilton, is back at the Pantages Theater. Other theaters are opening up, I'm sure, around the country. Um, It's not for the faint of heart. There was no social distancing. You did have to wear your mask. You had to prove you were vaccinated. 
but there were people everywhere, and it was crowded. So if you're not ready to be in those kind of crowds, don't go to the Pantages. But I love Hamilton. This was a completely new cast. I saw the original, not all original cast, but some of the original cast in Hollywood when it first came to Los Angeles. I loved it. Disney Plus is still running the film version of the stage play. I love that. I have to say I like the new version that's at the Pantages. If you haven't seen it, definitely go. It's worth seeing live. But I'd say see the one on the Disney Channel, too. It's excellent. And, you know, but I have to say it was good. The orchestra was great. And once you've seen the original, see the play first before you see the the video because it'll kind of spoil you when you see Lin-Manuel, Miranda, and all the original cast doing it. But it was good. And just a real quick word about emergency preparedness. It's that time of year, folks. We've got storms brewing. We've got fires burning. We've got all kinds of stuff going on. Put your important papers on a disc. Don't just save it in a backup on your hard drive. Don't just save it in a backup up in the cloud. Don't just save it on a hard disk. Do at least three ways of backing things up, and don't keep them all in your house. Sometimes you might, not, you might need to even just ship it across the country to a relative. We live in earthquake country, so we're not exempt from having emergencies, so... I just want to remind everybody, especially with the floods and the fires and all the catastrophes, to make sure you back up your birth certificates, your marriage certificates, your insurance papers. You need all this stuff separately. Do I do it as good as I should? No. And re-back them up as soon as your information changes. Deaths, births, marriages, divorces. Back all of that stuff up. Jim, what's your hot topic? Good tip, Reese. And uh, I was on the fire department, and I would go would go to a call, and the people would be at their home. And one of the things they're disappointed about was they would go into a section of their house where they had all their photographs of the videos. Because back then, they didn't have all these discs and things. They just had pictures and whatever. And uh, you'd find the, a big pile of black plastic all melted from the some of the uh, tapes and things, pictures. So have a place in your home where you could maybe put a fireproof safe and put those important things in that safe, and then if something happens. So anyway, yes, like Reza said, Broadway is opening, a lot of excitement there. And uh, many Americans are packed up and returning from the vacations uh, all over the U.S. and internationally, $150 billion worth of traveling. The average American spent $2,100 on their summer vacation. Approximately 67% uh, of Americans traveled, and uh, 74% stayed in the U.S. So probably a little bit more complicated traveling now. Most popular destinations were the beach areas. Hurricane Ida leaves millions without power in the Louisiana area. Ida was listed as a Category 4, which was strong enough to uh, tear off rooftops and uh, cause extensive damage to the properties. 
After the terrorist attack in Afghanistan killed 13 U.S. troops and 170 civilians, the U.S. retaliated with a drone strike on a suspected suicide bomber. The uh, evacuation continues with uh, President Biden saying how he will keep the August 31st commitment. Big savings ahead, uh, retail stores uh, burning up the big sales. Uh, you know, you can see 20, 40, 60% off of these Labor Day sales. Uh, so check some of that out if you're interested in buying certain things. There's some really big savings they're trying to draw you in there. Texas law banning most abortions set to go into effect Wednesday, illegal after six weeks, uh, creating a little fear with some of the doctors, lawsuits, things like that. One year since bipartisan bill funding to fix the parks, projects now underway for 40 different parks being uh, being you know brought up to date and everything. That was a big one because they had some problems with some of the trails and things. Mortgage rates still at a all-time low, enabling homeowners, you know, or people that want to refinance and people that want to buy a new home. You're still looking at around a 3% category and a 15-year loan, 2.4%. And that means lower payments, and the lower payments means you can qualify. Because people say, how do you qualify for an expensive home? Well, it's no longer $600 per thousand, it's maybe $300 per, per 100000 China limits online video uh, games to three hours per week. Most video players are on average spend 14% of their time playing their games. The longest living people, according to studies, have things in common. Staying active, eating well, and sleeping enough. Rapid advance of uh, the Calador Fire, that I pronounce Calador Fire, uh, forces further evacuations near Lake Tahoe now, an area of really dense pines. And the uh, Oracle of Omaha, Warren Buffett, turns 91 today. Uh, Today's August 30th. Happy birthday, Warren. A restaurant makes a special chocolate cook, uh, cake and, uh, for a blind customer with birthday message in Braille. So there's, there's a little tip. So, Reef, a lot of stuff. We have to move into our commercial. And then we have a very interesting guest coming up. And... Let's move on to our commercial, and then we're going to talk to Kat Ashkin. All right. This is A-Game, an all-natural herbal dietary supplement formulated exclusively for men. Our proprietary blend was designed with one goal in mind, to improve your overall health, rejuvenating your vitality, energy, strength, and libido. Want to be at your peak performance in everything you do? Then bring your A-Game. Fast-acting, long-lasting, with no side effects. We are living in a digital age, and we think it's safe to say that all businesses are needing to transition from traditional brick-and-mortar to broadcast. Everything is really about data collection and building a community. EasyWay Broadcasting has created a social network slash solution provider within the EasyWay network to help its members with this transition. Introducing the EasyWay Wall of Fame, a one-stop shop for business owners and influencers that help them to connect, grow, learn, and scale the easy way. Over the years, we have been building affiliates and partnerships in all genres. That means our platform utilizes all our members' businesses and provides services at a much lower cost. 
upsell their service and promote their awareness to more potential customers. Through our new media empire, we have a reach to millions. Become an affiliate. Make money doing it the easy way. Create your free account today by visiting easywaywalloffame.com. Accelerate your influence through direct access to the right influences. We have many TV shows that our members can be interviewed by. We have our own magazine and radio station to promote our Easy Way Wall of Fame members' profiles, which they control. The more friends you get, the bigger your business will grow. Join the Easy Way Wall of Fame community for free today. Yes, indeed. <clears throat> and Rita, I'll tell you, so much going on and uh, in today's world. There's things that are trendy. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, the trendy stuff is is what sells, and I know Reef, you keep up with your trendy clothing and your whatever you call it, your fashion and all that. And you have to, you know, with the auditions you do, you see what's going on. Well, our guest today is Kat Oshman. She's a global swimwear designer and uh, and a fitting expert, best-selling author, a future philanthropist. And she tries to stay on the cutting edge of all this sort of thing. So let's see if she's out there. Kat, are you on with us? Oh, tick-tock, tick-tock. Reese, what do you think? No. <laughs> I think we're all having technical difficulties this morning. <laughs> well, Hi, I'll tell you. you uh, oh, there you are, Kat. There's, there's Kat. The cat's out oh, of the bag. Okay. So, Kat, I want to introduce you to uh, wanted to introduce you to Reetha Gray. She was the star of Betty White's Off the Rockers with Betty White, and this is Kat Oshman, Reetha. Hi, Miss Reetha. How are you? Good. Good morning, Kat. Well, good morning. Let's put it this way: There's people that go out and get a job. It's called entrenchment. I mentioned that before. And you get your job, and you pay your bills. You come home, and it's around and around. Well, Kat decided to. Take a take another step. Take a step out of the box, and not just you know go about doing her business. She she's a global swimmer designer and a fitting expert, but also a best-selling author and a future philanthropist. So, Kat, what is it that brings all this motivation to your table? Is this uh, something you inherited, or you just uh, uh, you know you could have just got a job, paid the bills, but you decided to step out of the box? Where do you get all this energy and motivation from? Well, that that is true. Um, so growing up, I've always loved art. And I was, you know, always had basically pencils and crayons in my hand. But <laughs> my mom worked in the textile industry. So I was always around people who um, made things for the home or creating garments for themselves. And it inspired me. I wanted to learn how to sew. So I learned how to sew at a very young age. I I was in the seventh grade, and I would stay up till two in the morning um, making things uh, to wear, just so I could wear it the next day. And originality and creativity were really important for me because I didn't like the pressure of not having the latest trends, and it just felt very clicky to me. So I would upcycle my clothes, and that's how I started making them. Okay. So And how how did you go from from making clothes to swimwear? (laughs) 
okay. So I was actually introduced at a very young age to a designer who made beautiful gowns um, for women in pageants. And I would co-design my dresses with him. So I was one of the few who would actually have a custom-made dress going to, like, their prom and whatnot. And I landed in design school. And going into swimwear was actually not my passion. I wanted to get into the music industry and design clothes for, you know, the the rock stars, so to speak. And I landed my first job in the swimwear industry for a really big company that made suits for Victoria's Secret and owned the Speedo brand. So ever since then, I've loved swimwear, and I've I've been in it for 25 years. Wow! It happens in the blink of an eye. <laughs> what what's the latest in swimwear? I I know when I was growing up, I mean, one piece bathing suits were very daring. Now, I mean, with string bikinis <laughs> and all the other stuff that has come and gone, what what's <laughs> happening this summer? I mean, you know, Miss Rita, like everything still. I I love a really good one piece, and it just depends on what you're looking for. Um, you know, solids and different types of colors, colors that are trans-seasonal is in because it helps um, the environment. It's more sustainable so that you don't feel like a color that you're wearing in the spring no longer works in the fall. So that's what a trans-seasonal color is. And it goes across the board from swimwear to sportswear to dresses. And There's pretty the, much the, the whole, like, one color look, the monotone look is very hot where you are wearing, let's say, red pants, and then you're wearing a red swimsuit. So that monochrome color is very hot right now. Wow. You know, there's uh, money in this business. Uh, we had uh, relatives way, way back, way back, that were garment cutters, and they come over from Europe. And the styles change have you ever seen that styles will go from, you know, all kinds of different styles, but they kind of some come back from the way they used to be? Do you ever see something like that with dresses and I don't know about bathing suits, but sometimes they reach back to some of the old fashions. Does that happen? All oh, the time. See? The the trends and the fashions cycle through every so often. Um, like, for example, retro prints always come back every so many years and we shop uh, studios that sell vintage artwork. So literally buying from garments from the seventies print inspiration and they take that and they implement it into new colorways or they redo the prints and then they put it into dresses or swimwear. Oh. Happens all the time. No. And, and for somebody that's like been in the industry for a really long time, like you see it. You see the cycles. Eric uh, knows a lady that's into, uh, you know, the fashion, with the clothing, and the, they do uh, the big NFL teams and the big stars and things like that. And she had a picture of her daughter uh, on her desk. So this kind of told me, yes, there must be somebody in this business. The daughter was uh, leaning against a brand-new white convertible Lamborghini which the picture was taken on her 16th birthday and it was a gift from her from her grandfather it's like come on granddad is that a good gift for a 16 year old with a powerful engine like that what do you think Grace? maybe a little bit too much power for 16 
I don't know. Uh, when I was 16, I was driving the uh, GTO, so what can I tell you? Now, I'll, I'll ask you that question again, and let's see if Kat may know, and or Risa, and our listeners I out don't there. Rem- we I don't remember from last week. I know it's grand. Okay. Kat, any, any, what does GTO stand for? No, you're a little too young, probably. Okay. Some of our listeners might get this. Okay, well, the GTO was a famous car. It was fast, and it was very popular. Grand Turismo Olamangetti. That's that's it. So not a, it's nothing the to do with this. The Olamangetti is the one I don't remember. But <laughs> back to fashion. But, uh, <laughs> I want to know what yeah. is a, a, a future. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. What is it? A future, you're a future. What is it, Kat? Okay. Oops, Kat, do we lose? Yes, I'm here. Do, okay. You're a future... I, I, philanthropist. Philanthropist. What is a future That's, philanthropist? Okay. So I keep throwing this out there because, you know, everything's still in the work. And for my whole career, I've, I've always said that shopping for swimwear is as scary as public speaking because you're basically half-naked. And when women meet me, they get really excited about meeting a designer because, you know, how often do you meet one, right? But usually the next thing they tell me are all the reasons why they can't wear one. So they go through all these lists of flaws, and it normally turns into a mini therapy session. So, So for many years, having these types of conversations, I've learned that, you know, women naturally have this this pressure, this negative self-talk and self-limiting beliefs, and it affects what we do on a daily basis. And then it compounds over the years. Would you guys agree? Absolutely. Totally. Right. Yeah. But, but Miss Risa, you, you seem like a woman with a lot of confidence. So that's pretty amazing. I love that. And, you know, we're struggling Um, We're living in some strange times where we're struggling with wage gaps and women who take up a really small percentage of leadership roles. So what I've done is I've turned my experience from fashion into a mission to empower women to become bolder believers in who they are, to be the catalyst to connect, collaborate, and fund resources so they can transform their lives personally and professionally. And I've done that through a crowdfunding campaign where the community can unite to support this movement. It's very interesting. See, this is what I'm talking about where Kat steps out of the box and does these kind of things. And it's 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 satisfying too, isn't it, Kat? When you, uh, oh, yeah, ab- pl- absolutely, you know? absolutely. You know, for many years you see you're in fashion and there's a lot of, um, like, superficiality that happens in fashion, especially with fast fashion, and you find your calling and your purpose for what you do. Instead of walking away from it or doing something completely different, we all have our expertise and to capitalize on that. So that's, that's my purpose. My purpose Can you give us an interesting fashion story, somebody you work with, some, something that's unique, like that might pop in your mind that was uh, kind of interesting? Yes, I will focus on a positive um, little story. So Serena Williams, she was um, doing a photo shoot with Sports Illustrated, and 
How it cycles with uh, Sports Illustrated is the companies and the brands, they send them a ton of suits, and you never know what's going to get chosen. So you're literally biting your fingernails, you know, waiting to see and hear if you've been chosen. But Serena, um, she she chose one of my yellow swimsuits. So they shot her on a horse on the beach, which was really cool. And then she actually kept that swimsuit. So one day she made her um, baby girl announcement that she was pregnant using my swimsuit on her Snapchat. So that was pretty cute to see. Oh, wow. That's (laughs) great that Serena would pick your swimsuit. Yeah, yeah, I loved it because you're this this field could take you into all kinds of uh, situations and meet all kinds of people, and uh, yes. so uh, uh, let's touch on real quick. Uh, oh, congratulations! Now you're on the uh, you met Eric and uh, you've come across the Easily Wall of Fame, right? I did. Yes, it was a great experience networking, and Eric's Eric's great. He's such a supporter and in all things that we do. So I'm really looking forward oh. to growing. Um, my partnership with the Easy Way Network. And and let's touch real quick uh, on your you're a best-selling author. So that is a whole different category. Now you sit down and you're running all over with your designing. That's that's exciting. Now you're 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 a best-selling author. What was it that where where was Kat sitting around thinking like, "Oh, you know what? I think I'm going to write." What how that happen? <laughs> It it happened through a mentor of mine, um, Forbes Riley. And, you know, when you are in a leadership role, you're you're always about growth. So I seek mentors to brush upon things that I need. And this happened to be a a co-authored in a leadership book. And that was one of my biggest takeaways from my career is leadership. I learned a lot about how to mentor the next generation, create and lead the A-teams, and how to build meaningful partnerships inside and out of the company. So that is, you know, one of the things that I've written about in this book that's uh, best-selling. Yeah, Yeah. it's on leadership. Well, I I want to congratulate you on everything you've accomplished. And, uh, you know, you – you mentioned the number of years that you've done this and that, and it doesn't go along with your picture. I mean, <laughs> you look like a young little kid, and of course, compared to Reef and I, I guess. But uh, we want to thank you for coming on. You know, although it's a uh, Radio Boomers Live is like I like I've said, it's kind of like Eric's show in slow motion. You know, Reef and I just plug along here. But we want to thank <laughs> you for coming on, and uh, again, congratulations on all your accomplishments uh, and and on your future philanthropy. We want to hear about what's going on with that too someday. Thank you. I love your show and I love the boomers. They're definitely near and dear to my heart. So I appreciate Uh, you having me as a guest. And we do wear bathing suits too. We get in the pool in the ocean. (laughs) Yes. I love, I love my baby boomer ladies. They're so sweet (laughs) and special. And, and what I love is they're really vocal. They tell me what they want, and I, you know, try to cater to that as much as possible. Oh, so cool. Oh, thank you so much. But, You're thank welcome. You, Kat. Thank you for having you me. Are, thank you. You are, you are an inspiration. And, uh, thank you. It, it, some people that have dreams after they listen to you go, you know what, I'm, I'm not going to let the light bulb go out. I'm going to pursue this. And that's, that's what you do for people. But uh, thank you again for coming on. Time to move on to a commercial and then our infamous Carmelita's Corner. 
Corner. You got it. The Brain Tap is a unique headset that combines light and sound frequencies with guided meditations. Dr. Patrick Porter, inventor of BrainTap and member of our faculty, has created 20 to 30 minute course reviews for many of our courses. Before starting a course or at any point before taking the exam, you can put on your BrainTap, close your eyes, and begin your course review. BrainTapping guides your mind from an awake, reactionary mind into an intuitive, creative state, then to a place where super learning and healing can occur, with the outcome being a heightened state of consciousness with crystal clear focus. Relax with scientifically proven techniques that create a symphony of brainwave activity, a feeling of calm focus that's just right for learning and productivity. Each session is designed with brainwave balance in mind. Some audio sessions have dual voice processing, which means you may hear two voices speaking at the same time. This technique is used for inspiring left and right brain balance. about to experience Carmelita's Corner. Carmelita's song, Rosebud, made it to the top 40s with the godfather of soul, James Brown. She's the founder of the Rose Breast Cancer Society. Now here's your host, Carmelita Pittman. Carmelita, Carmelita, where is our lovely Carmelita? We're calling out. There has been some some bad weather, but I don't think Carmelita's calling from uh, Louisiana. So we will see. And, Rita, I'll tell you, until uh, Carmelita pops on, don't you give somebody like Cat credit for, you know, Without people like that, there wouldn't be these these new innovations and these new companies popping up. Uh, well, you know, I I've got I've got a swim a recent swimsuit story. I was in line <laughs> at a fast food place, and the car in front of me had pulled off. I had pulled up to the window, and all of a sudden, I see this half naked girl. Half naked is not descriptive enough mostly <laughs> naked girl, in this bikini bathing suit. And she's coming up, and I think this woman is begging. It's like nine thirty, ten o'clock at night in a bikini bathing suit. And I, I, I didn't know what to think. And she said, excuse me, excuse me, I'm so sorry. I, they forgot to put my dessert in the bag, and my mother made me come <laughs> back and get it. She looked like she was about 12, but clearly she was an adult. And she had on this. Itsy bitsy teeny weeny wasn't yellow, yellow polka, polka dotted, but it was a it was a bikini, and she was so embarrassed. And I thought to myself, if you're being if you're embarrassed by being seen by an older woman, why aren't you embarrassed when you're out on the beach wearing that? I, I and and she kept apologizing. She was so sorry. Her pants weren't they were in a bag, and she couldn't get them. And <laughs> she just wanted. To, and I was like. You don't have to explain to me why you're running around naked in the middle of the night. 
<laughs> well, you yeah, know, so, Reese, <laughs> I don't understand the whole thing, but, you know, there are trends with the cell phone, and but we wonder, okay, the cell phone is flatter and flatter to where it's almost like a, a card, a, a credit card, and the and the swimsuits get smaller and smaller, and they can only go so small. And where do the trends go? And that's why I was asking Kat, do the trend, you know, like to trends maybe take a reversal? Maybe the phones will get a little bigger, the suits will get more in the old-fashioned stage. Uh, because, you know, they had some cool suits back in the 60s, you know. Uh, oh, I, I don't remember know. when two-piece two, two piece bathing suits Hello, came out everybody. Can you hear me? Oh, there there she is. Well, I don't know about you guys, but I've been on since my time. So, Carmelita, <laughs> we're going we're gonna to turn it over to you. Okay. Uh, I guess, obviously, it was a technical glitch because I called in since t- I've been on since 10 o'clock this morning. That uh, anyway, here we are now, and I just want to give a shout out to my guest, uh, uh, Rex Reginald. I want to give him an, a proper introduction. He is a icon in the film industry, and he's got a very, very serious mission. He is on a crusade uh, so that uh, our our furry best friends can be saved from a fate that that uh, no furry friend should have, and that is being either boiled alive or skinned alive so that people who like to eat them can have a special flavor. And this is going on, unfortunately, across the seas in many countries, including China, South Korea, Indonesia, Vietnam, Thailand, and recently we're hearing also uh, to add on the Cameroon and Nigeria. This is just really a a terrible uh, tradition, and unfortunately uh, it's considered a cultural delicacy. And uh, Rex Reginald has formed Star Universe, and he has 2 million followers, including uh, big names like Leonardo DiCaprio and many others. And without any further ado, let's welcome Rex Reginald. Are you there? Hello, Rex. Well, it looks like we're having some more uh, technical uh, issues here. Uh, He's got a very critical um, cause, and so uh, perhaps maybe we need to have him uh, call back in again as well. In the meantime, um, I can uh, fill in a little bit here. I'm sure he's going to tell you about uh, his website which you can um, obtain by visiting Star Universe Biz, spelled B-I-Z, dot, dot biz, B-I-Z. And uh, unfortunately, uh, when you do turn it on, it's going to be very shocking, but um, shocking enough to get some action to make a big change about that. Um can we go back to a commercial, perhaps, until we get Rex on? Hello? Well, you had no 
Carmelita. Yeah. And I was hi, hi, Carmelita. This is this is this is the engineer for the show. So uh, Rex Reginald, if you can hear us, please hang up and call back in. Um, the system might be having technical difficulties, or someone might be on mute. Uh, so text your your guests, please, Carmelita. Tell them to uh, call back. Call back. Well, in. well, he he's on a landline, so I'm not going to be able to text him. Uh, <laughs> okay, we 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 can we can be we can very call interesting. Him. Okay. We can we can All we, right. we can go ahead and call him. Okay, uh, can second. you do that and then put on a commercial? Yep, that's what we're doing right right now. So, thank you everybody for listening to the Radio Boomers live show. We're going to go to a commercial break and we'll have, when we come back, we'll have our amazing guests. Looking to grow and align your brand with celebrities and other established brands? Your brand is all about your entire customer experience. Everything from your logo, your website, your social media experiences, the way you answer the phone, to the way your customers experience your staff. So why not let us help you get your branding right from the start? At Easy Way Promotions, we are a new class of professionals providing first-class online branding, promotion, social media, website development, editing, graphic design, public relations, media, SEO, and online advertising to give your business a competitive edge to stand out. Okay, Rex Reginald, are you there? Carmelita? Yeah, I'm here. Uh, is it shows that he's he's in queue. Uh, Rex, if you're there, are you on mute? Um, testing all lines right now. Apologize, everybody that's uh, that's whistling right now. Uh, James Zuli, Rita, yeah. are you there? I'm here. Can you hear me? We hear we hear you. Yeah, Carmelita, we, we can hear you. Hear you. Rita, okay, we hear so you. Can you hear me? Rex, Rex is. Rex's line is open. So, it is on air. He's just not talking so we'll, or something. We'll wait till Rex comes on. And meanwhile, uh, what uh, Carmelita was saying that Rex does is uh, just uh, just a terrible thing. And how uh, some people, I don't know how many situations in America, but there's countries that, that do this. And a lot of animal activist rights are trying to ban these kind of situations. Uh, so I, I totally understand Carmelita and Aside with that, I'm glad there are organizations that help. Yeah, I hear a, a delay there. Can you hear me? Uh, call yes, we can hear you. Landline. We've got you in queue. There's some kind Boy, of... Wait, Risa, that's a terrible thing, isn't it? I'm trying to talk to him now on, on his other phone. Um, so... Yes, it's something that a lot of people are not aware of, uh, that this has been going on. In fact, it's been going on for some time, and it is a cultural tradition that many of us are not aware of. And, I mean, you know, that's one of the worst things that you can ever imagine uh, is to have Uh, your... We're we're just checking here. Rex Reznor, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me? Oh right, there, there you go. are. Oh, okay. Right. We'll let yeah. you go. Okay. Yeah, we've been kind queue. of filling in here uh, because we've been talking about your your crusade to end the torture and slaughter of these innocent animals, dogs and cats, our furry best friends. Uh, I've sure. given them your website. Can you give them the website again? Yeah, StarUniverse.biz. Z-I-Z is in zebra. 
Right. Can you tell us how you discovered this and what led you on this mission? Yeah, I heard about it. I had been involved in stopping illegal dog fighting and working for pet-friendly landlords, and I saw this. I was horrified. It's you got to go to staruniverse.biz, B-I-Z. Right, and you've got some amazing followers. I mentioned that you've got people like Leonardo DiCaprio, a part of your 2 million followers, um, and many oh, yeah. other high-profile individuals uh, that are taking this seriously. Uh, how How is this um, making progress so far? What, what have you done so question. far to make a difference? I started the first boycott of all the countries that eat dog and cat. And now they're trying to hack into my website to shut me down 400 times a month. GoDaddy has a firewall that stops it. Yes. So well, we've got hmm. the intention of the dog meat industry, which is huge. It's a billion-dollar industry. My gosh. Even South, even South Korea is their favorite food. So it's horrific. Even what? South Korea loves to eat dog and cat. Indonesia, yeah, it's, it's, Vietnam, yeah. Thailand. So by boycotting them, then they get the message it's serious. It's all about the money, too. <clears throat> well, money talks, unfortunately, uh, but I don't know what started this tradition. I know that when I visited China, I was told that I probably wouldn't see any dogs uh, because the, the, they they hunt them down to eat. So, it's terrible. You know, yeah, I, I, I did notice I did not people. remember seeing any dogs. Yeah, it's, it's horrific. But we're making huge progress with the boycott. It freaks them, it freaks them out. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They can't stand the boycott. That's why they're trying to hack into my website 400 times a month. Oh, good Lord. Oh, yeah. Well, you are making progress, obviously. And um, it's the only way to stop it. People ask them to stop, but they don't stop. And now the CDC won't allow dogs to come in from out of the country because one dog had rabies. So they're getting sued by 100 animal rights groups, which is very good. So we're making progress, and it's, People don't know about it. You've got to let the world know. Stop it now. I know. I know a lot of people don't know about it, and I didn't know how widespread it was. And now you mentioned that there are two other countries, Cameroon and Nigeria. Yeah, don't buy products or travel to China, South Korea, Indonesia, Vietnam, Thailand, Cameroon, and Nigeria. They are horrible to dogs, too. And they live in cages. They're, They're tortured from birth to death. So it's a horrific so, thing to do. So sad. So sad. And the same dogs that we love, German Shepherds, Labradors, you know, the same dogs that we have as our family members, they are cooking up and slaughtering in the most brutal ways. Well, I went to your website, and it was shocking. The first thing I saw was a cage with these poor animals all crammed up in there. And then, uh, you know, I, I won't go on to describe the rest because it's uh, – gut-wrenching, and you've got to have a strong stomach to look at the website, but that's what's going on. Well, people can call our office in Las Vegas at 702-778-4491, 778-4491, and get involved and help us. It's a big job. Yeah, sounds like a huge undertaking. 
But they really freak out on the boycott. They can't stand to be boycotted. If you don't buy their crap because of this, they'll stop. They have to stop. It's illegal in China, but they don't stop it. They don't care, the, the Communist Party. Well, I wonder how long this has been going on. It seems like it's a cultural tradition. Do you have any idea well, how long this practice has been going on? Way, way too long, way too long. And um, if you don't buy their crap, there's nothing they can do. Just mm-hmm. don't buy their crap. And let them know why. Mhm. Well, you know, many years ago, and you talked about dog fighting. Uh, I was witness to that. I had a property, and the neighbor next door was into dog fighting, and and we would find garbage bags the next day that had dead animals. They had pit bulls, and they would. Did you turn them you into know. the police? Oh, he's. Oh, yes. Well, he. In fact, he's no longer with us. Uh, he's gone on to another world. And he probably uh, didn't go upstairs. He probably sure. went downstairs. Yeah, he's but uh, you know, he, he eventually uh, the neighbors got him out. Yeah. I produced one of the most highly rated shows for Paramount TV, exposing it 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. And there's reward money from the Humane Society, five thousand bucks upon arrest and conviction. So there's reward mm-hmm. money too for people, because that's mm-hmm. another horrific, filthy thing to do. And it's all yeah. over the place. The gangs do it. These other punks do it. When I lived in San Francisco, they had the World uh, Convention for Dog Fighting. They busted it in a warehouse, a catered event with doctors, lawyers, all kinds of people. That was disgusting. That's amazing. Well, these yeah. pit, pit, pit bulls are like walking uh, weapons. You know, they they take pride in these pit bulls. They walk them around, and you know, it's a big uh, status symbol. And unfortunately, well, you know, with my neighbor, he was into that. So, you know, it was really horrific. And I'm glad that he's he's out of the neighborhood and, you know. But well, it is know. still happening in, in, in America, the dog fighting. If that was next door to me, I don't know what I'd do. I'd freak out for sure because that was my first big endeavor to stop dog fighting. I'm still into it, but right now mm-hmm. I'm focused on the dog and cat meat industry. Yes. Yes, well, that's a big, big uh, chunk right there. I mean, there's so much on your hands. And uh, what do you think about industrial um, farming? I mean, what happens to the poor chickens and oh, how I, they I, I how they fill them with these hormones to make their breasts grow? Because a lot of people favor the breasts, so the poor things are walking around top heavy with huge breasts. Well, meat you know, is carcinogenic. You gotta go vegan. Vegan is the way to go. That's the best way to go. Vegan. Well, there was a a, a, a health expert. His name was Mike Adams, who was a guest on one of our Rose Variety Art shows, and he said that actually chickens were one of the biggest carcinogenic uh, uh, forms of meat because you know they're injected. Well, not just the chickens, but uh, the beef as well with uh, these hormones. And then, of course, when we eat it, it's passed on to us, and it makes us fat too. You know, they, yeah. they inject them so that they can fatten them up, and then we eat them, and then it fattens us, up, us up, up as well. But, you know, before we hang up, I don't know, you know, we lost a lot of time, unfortunately, due to technological issues. But I have a friend uh, who I'm going to be having as a guest, um, and... Uh, 
he uh, has a nonprofit organization called Feed uh, Feed the Minds. His name is Tom Porter, and he's a very dear friend, and he might be listening now, and he wants to know what you think about the wild horses who have been trapped and, and victimized. They're beautiful wild horses. Yeah, we're working uh, on that next. That's our next endeavor, the wild horses. It's horrible what they do. They sell mm-hmm. them for horse meat, which is disgusting. Mm-hmm. In yeah. closing, I'd like to say we're doing two movies, Audie Murphy and Party Gods, two major feature films that we're getting funded right now. And we're launching the StarUniverse.biz TV network. So we'll be following up on all these things. Well, I want to thank you, Rex, for coming on. I'm sorry we, we didn't have as much time as I would have preferred, but you said a mouthful, and uh, God willing, the right ears heard it and will will rise up to action and assist you in this major quest to do something well, people, to people stop. People can call 702-778-4491 and join the fight. Let's stop the dog and cat meat industry dead in its tracks. All right, Rex. Well, thanks for coming on, and we'll be okay, in touch. God bless you. You God too. Bless you, Thank you. Bye-bye. Introducing EasyWay Family App, your new virtual vision 2020. Be seen, be available, be everywhere. Available on Apple Store and Google Play. Track our content, stay connected, create your account to gain instant access. Go mobile or go home. Wow, a lot of interesting stuff. Go mobile or go home. And uh, remember, easywayexperience.com or just go to easyway and scroll. And we have, uh, if if we have been Q, uh, we have an interesting gentleman uh, coming on. He was the founder of the Medical Alert, Help I Fall and I Can't Get Up, uh, and he's got all the evidence and proof. Uh, he was uh, one of the people who helped develop the Loran system in World War II, and he's the founder of Better Visions for Children uh, in the Navy. He was in the Navy. I had him over on the ship on the Midway. He served on the Midway in uh, 1942. Just uh, had his uh, 96th birthday. Tom Cotalgo, and I always pronounce his name right. Let's see if he's on with us. Tom, you on with us? I am, Bill. It's Cotalgo. Hi, Tom. Everybody knows I always pronounce your name wrong. Tom, you're on with Retha Gray. Retha, you remember Tom? Absolutely. How are you? (laughs) I'm doing well, Well, Tom. Tom, How are uh, you? A, a well, belated, uh, belated uh, birthday for you, and I, I know you had your birthday and celebrated. I believe it's around four times. I think you had four different birthday parties, and uh, we enjoyed them all. Right. Uh, you were there for what? I'll tell you. So, so talking about motivation. So back in uh, a nineteen, what was it, nineteen forty-three? Uh, you actually worked on the Midway carrier. Uh, with the uh, radar and Loran system, right? Yes, we installed the Loran equipment there so that they knew where they were instead of getting lost every time they went across to England to bring supplies over there and manpower. 
because uh, they were using celestial navigation, which didn't work on that route because you could never see the stars. So they were really close. lost to the time, yeah. and the wolf packs, the uh, U-boats, were just killing us. Both the Navy, the uh, Merchant Marines, one out of three ships were sunk on that route. One out of three. One out of three. And you have a ship filled full of tanks and, uh, you know, the planes, they would put the planes down there, disassemble them people yeah. and all kinds of equipment packed to the max and then it go out in the sea and, and it would be sunk. And you're yeah. talking about what, 30 or 40% of these ships went down. It, that's, that's unbelievable. So what you developed help, uh, help stop that. And, uh, it was MIT so, uh, that was there to do it. And I was just lucky enough to get with the Lorraine group. And, uh, but they also uh, helped to perfect the radar system that the, Brits had, had actually invented that. We invented the Loran there. Um, I was in that little group where we developed a system for getting uh, navigation, precise navigation, all over the, all over the uh, Atlantic first and then over the, the Pacific. So just going back, Tom, because uh, I don't know if Reese remembers uh, when World War II first broke out, but uh, <laughs> I always pick it on Reese. So we weren't around. Uh, take us back to that was a you know a big situation uh, on the news. What, how did it how did it come out? I mean, where did you hear all of a sudden? Hey, the U.S. Uh, is at war. When Roosevelt made his famous speech uh, about uh, being at war with Japan and so on, where where did you did you hear that on the radio or uh, in the newspaper? How'd you find out? And where were you when that happened? Well, when that happened, uh, Jim, I had already, uh, I didn't actually finish high school. I got out a couple of years early so I could uh, go to work at MIT and, and also uh, help develop a system that was so badly needed. Um, and that was before the war broke out. Uh, I started there. And then when it broke out, uh, I think it was at that time that Churchill and FDR realized how, how, uh, the whole situation was with the U-boat fleets out there, and uh, they had misjudged the importance of all that. The Germans are cranking out these submarines at like one a week, and, uh, and they got better and bigger all the time. And, and it, was, it took about two years to turn the whole thing around to where we were sinking more subs than they were sinking our ships. But in the meantime, we lost uh, a lot of people. Uh, a lot of ships. MIT, yeah, yeah. MIT was the reason we won that battle of the Atlantic, and had we not won that battle, we'd be speaking German or Japanese now. So, so how did you find out that? Uh, I mean, was was it the newspaper? What was the first, you know, that you found out that where where? What did you think when when you saw that? Of course, you were in high school, so. Yeah, well, I uh, I was in high school, but uh, I, I got a little bored with that. I wanted to go out and and start doing something that would help us, you know, because we were faced with <laughs> extinction, you know. And yeah. uh, the, the trouble was I, my eyesight was so bad I couldn't get into the Navy. I had to try it three times and learn the chart and all that because I have the very thing that we prevent uh, for, for uh, children, preschool children. We have a foundation called Better Vision for Children, and uh, we devote all of our time to uh, the screening of children. Now we have a home vision test kit that enables uh, 
companies and entities, sports entities, to get these kits from us at a ridiculously low price and give them out free to the public. And as a matter of fact, uh, I I was going to say, you were going to mention about a little bonus you had for the listeners today. Yeah, uh, we don't have a great supply of these. In fact, we've got to order some new ones. But uh, uh, for the first 10 people to call in, they call to my number here, my landline, uh, we'll manage to get them a home vision test kit. Now, we can't do that overnight. We have to do it through sponsors, but we'll get to everybody that calls, the first 10 people that call in. That number is 949-496-4720. And if I don't now, answer, please leave a message. I'll call you back, okay? Please. Now, let's, let's give them some stats real quick here. This is something that's very serious. Uh, and this is a boomer show, so we're probably talking about grandchildren. But these kids, and we're talking about a big number, right, Tom? A big percentage of children wind up with amblyopia and eye disease, which can be very serious and lead to blindness or death. And we're talking even uh, Jimmy Carter, the president, his grandchildren had that, correct? They had uh, an eye yeah. disease, which yeah. caused and they and they found out that the granddaughter had it because she stuck a knife in her eye. Now she didn't do that purposely, but when you have only one eye and the other one's going bad on you, it's called amblyopia, lazy eye. You have no depth perception, so she couldn't tell where the the knife was, but she stuck it in her eye. That was in a speech he gave. That was uh, <laughs> the one about the granddaughter, the grandson. He said uh, it was worse for him. Well, I don't know how it could be worse, but he was not detected. He had the same problem. He had amblyopia, basically. No, one important. Like the third grade before they discovered it. And uh, he was trying to avoid the uh, the embarrassment of having them find this out. And the problem, you see, and, the big problem is that children don't know what normal vision is. They're preschoolers now. Until uh, no. and they don't do anything. They don't, they don't cry or they don't uh, complain. So the parents don't do anything until... They find out the child can't read even when they get into school, first grade, thereabouts. They can't read what's on the on the blackboard or on their books, and by that time it's too late. The brain's all it happens in the brain, the vision, and it's all over by age four and a half or five. So Tom, we're not getting screened here in the U.S. The kids aren't getting screened enough. Like some countries are screening, we're not doing enough of that. And so, what's the age if they they have grandchildren or you know if they have they're younger, they have kids. So this should be done very early, right? Very early. In fact, uh, in some states, they have a mandate that uh, requires screening for eye cancer, and that can be uh, detected even as early as five or six months. And it's a it's a fatal disease. And uh, if it isn't dis- uh, discovered by age three or four, generally speaking, they remove the eye as a last resort keep the cancer from going into the brain. But usually by the time that happens, it happens because it's painful and a child points to the eye and cries, uh, they, that child's going to lose their life. They, they, they almost all die by the time that happens. Because well, needless to say, it's extremely important to get these, these tests um, if, if, you know, Absolutely. when they're very young. Absolutely. Uh, but anyway, Tom, we're, uh, we, we thank you for popping on. We, we like having you back and, uh, uh, thank you for your World War II service. And just to throw this out there, I brought Tom down to the Midway, uh, and they uh, they had an event there celebrating the Midway and everything. And 
Tom was the only person that actually served on the ship back in the 40s. And uh, everybody, uh, I got up on stage and I announced him. Everybody wanted to meet with him. There was a line of people that wanted a picture. And he actually got into a dance circle, you know, the circle, and then somebody gets to know Tom got in the middle, and all these girls wanted to dance with him. We got a video of that. <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> Little did you think back in 1942 that you'd be back 70 years later dancing on the ship, right? <laughs> You're right. Why well, think I'd be alive at this point, but here I am. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 guys, I want to give you an update on Tom. He's uh, – He's, you know, like I said, he turned 96, and he, he wanted to test his abilities. So yesterday he decided to fall down the hill in all these bushes, <laughs> and somebody had to drag him out by his feet and wound up in the emergency room. But these are just things he does to test his health abilities. But, Tom, we want to thank you for coming on. We're out of time. We've got to move along, and uh, and we'll be keeping in touch with Tom Catago to see what he's, what he's doing, and they call you about those test kits and let's keep the kids uh, up to date on these smartphone, cell phone PC, Mac tablet, iPad that's right it's tech time well we're running a little late today so I'm just going to add a little bit to what I said earlier about getting your emergency preparedness together and especially backing up your important papers, your important pictures. Jim talked about that. You can hire, I understand, people that will scan all of your old photographs so you can keep them. I actually have a couple of pictures of my grandfather with Martin Luther King Jr. that I found in some old albums when they were both young. Not young, young, but uh, I think he graduated from college with my uncle and was over to the house. You can have those pictures scanned and you can keep them forever. Put them on a disc and not just one disc, but two discs, three discs. Give them to your children, your grandchildren, so they can keep it alive. The the little discs now, you can get them for like 10 bucks and put all of your important papers, all of your pictures, everything that's important to you you can put on a disc and say, don't just back it up on your computer. Just don't back it up in the cloud, but back it up several places. So if disaster strikes, you'll have your passport, at least a copy of it with the numbers. You'll have your insurance information. So you won't have to try to figure out, oh, wait, who who was my fire insurance with? You'll have your birth certificate. You'll have all of the things that you need to get the help that you need in the time of disaster. So that's my tech time for today. Jim, you already used up your um, pretty much pretty gym much. time. But, uh, just wanted to mention Anything we've else got six, to say? I just want to mention we have uh, 650,000 listeners and uh, – I wanted to uh, congratulate Eric on everything he's put together here. And uh, you can go to easywayexperience.com or just go to easyway and scroll down. Uh, and I'll tell you, the wall is uh, is just drawing so much attention. It's amazing. But that's interesting stuff, Reef. And uh, it, you you got to pay attention and not just put it aside because it's really, you know, frustrating when you lose all this stuff. And like I said, as far as the physical – 
you know, your collections, your pictures, and so on. Go out and invest in a fireproof safe. Put it at home. Put your stuff in there, and and then you know you have it in case there's a, a situation. But with that, Wraith, I guess it's time to move on till next Monday morning. Wraith and I will be back with our tech time and our news and our impressive guests that come on. It's a lot of fun. So we'll just say uh, sayonara, time to sign off. Keep moving, keep the faith. Until then, Ready Boomers Live signing out. We'll be back next Monday, 10 a.m. See you then. Thank you for listening to Radio Boomers Live with your hosts, Aretha Gray, star Betty White's Off Their Rockers, and EZ's dad, Jim Zuli. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at Radio Boomers Live. Radio Boomers Live is brought to you by the Easy Way Broadcasting Network. That's the letter E, the letter Z, Broadcasting Network. <laughs>